This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I think it was about four or five years ago now, John McCain said that we're in a period of political turmoil. Political turmoil, that's one way. But I would say more like political upheaval at this point. What would you say? It's very interesting to me to see how confused people are and the impact of that. I think it has a lot to do with the anger, hostility, anxiety, depression. It's news that they're calling this. This digital messaging at a super high volume that never goes off, it's becoming like uh, Chinese torture. Probably not allowed to say that anymore in you know, today's age of political correctness. I mean, after all, what's the difference between Chinese torture and, say, Afghanistan torture, United <laughs> States torture? Well, the difference would be that the Americans would waterboard you, the Afghans would cut off your fingers, and the Chinese would drive you nuts by like playing a loud radio while you're trying to sleep constantly or something like that. But think about this with this news. Every day with the fear-mongering and the misinformation, Ben Shapiro, I forget what it was now, but he did a great write-up on the, on the, the way the news cycle works. They'll tell you, oh, you're crazy. Here's what's going on. You're crazy for thinking that ivermectin works. And then once they realize that it does work and they can't hide behind, well, we didn't mean the human ivermectin. We meant the horse ivermectin. You, you misunderstood. And then finally, well, you were right about the ivermectin. But we didn't know at the time, and you know now we do. So what's the point? Right? It's always the What's the point? It's over and done with. That's the cycle that we go through. And you wonder why everybody's ticked off. I mean, look at COVID. Oh, it's a, a worldwide emergency that wasn't. And then they bring it back. And, and you say, and people want it. And you want to hear something. I want to tell you something. The, the, uh, the purpose of this podcast is to shine a little light on what's really going on. So at least you could take the news and, and kind of decide for yourself and process something that um, I can't. I can't offer you the truth because I don't have like a big investigative unit. All I can say to you is, you know, w- certain things aren't right. If that makes sense, you have to do it by a process of elimination. I don't say I'm right about anything, but I can tell you what's wrong, and it's a lot. It's a long list. And I want to start with this because I think it's a very important fundamental that I don't hear anybody talking about. And the consequences to that is that the problem's not getting addressed here, but you know where it is getting addressed? In Russia. They're realizing this now. Socialism follows fiat money. Once the government has control over the value of money, they, in effect, control everything. Once they realize they can borrow against the future value, that they control. That's when the floodgates open, which we were warned about, that once people realize they can vote money out of the treasury, we're doomed. In this case, it's money that we don't even have. Very, very destructive on a number of different fronts. And you hear this uh, term getting thrown around, equity, right? Equity. Why are they doing that? You hear this Maui, 
the guy who was supposed to release the water. Well, I heard consider equity when we're releasing water. What? You're trying to fight a fire. You're surrounded by ocean water? You had no pumps that could pump ocean water in for firefighting purposes? Apparently not. Apparently not. And we don't know the local politics. We don't know the, the real story at all. Look at all the disinformation coming out of just that one story. But you hear this term equitable, right? Water, equ- equity, equity. What is equitable about a system that is aggressively devaluing money, hurting people with savings the most? Who is that? Retirees. Why would they want to kill off old people? It's good for the business of government. I'm not saying that that's the case. I don't necessarily subscribe to the theory that COVID was to kill people off. And truth is, obviously some have died, the stress, the impact, many other things certainly going to create that. But I don't, I don't think it was the I could be wrong, like I said to you. Uh, what do I base that on? Why do I say that the theory that COVID is like a depopulation antic by uh, Microsoft, uh, what's his name, or somebody like that? Well, number one, that you would have to have this incredible conspiracy of people that would keep that quiet. And I, I question how that would even, you know, somebody would get paid to, you know, be a whistleblower or something like that. No, they've kept it all locked down. And, and that's, a, that's a big secret along with a long list of others that, you know, usually have a way of, you know, getting out somehow. I don't see any indication of that. The numbers, I don't think, really support it. I know that there's some upticks in deaths, but if you look at the, the numbers on those, it's not significant. I don't know anybody who's died of vaccine-related symptoms. I knew somebody who died during COVID, uh, uncle, but um, nobody from vaccine complications, no sports. I've asked around, and it's, it is real. I'm not saying it's not happening. It's not what I'm saying. I said there is an uptick, but when you look at it, it's not... I don't think it's dramatic enough to paint the picture that this was like a depopulation tool. Now, I mean, who knows what time is going to bring. I mean, maybe these vaccines are little ticking time bombs. But do you realize what a stretch of assumptions it is to, to take that on? I'm not pro-vaccine. I'm just saying I don't think that they were a depopulation tool. Um, but it's helpful to have that. But going back to the point about the equity, they're ripping off the retirees. All the old people are going to be left high and dry. I'm not sure whether to be happy or upset. I'm 52. Um, you know, how's it going to affect me? Everybody that I know who's either of retirement age or going to be retiring within the next 10 years is saying the same thing. Not planning to stop working. Wow. Uh, that creates a, a whole entire set of consequences on its own. It really does. Many, many, in many ways. Anyway, where are we at? Here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about what's going on with the election. I got some big news there, real news, not the fake stuff. I'll give you a little update on the climate scam. I'm going to try and give it to you straight on Ukraine and in a couple of uh, economic things to consider. First of all, on the, on the election front, let me just say this. Trump is the big four front runner, and that's going to remain that way. The uh, Democrats' efforts to and the establishment Republicans to get him out of the race have completely failed and at this point appear to be completely backfiring. Now, you've got Gavin Newsom, who's trying to leave him off the ballot in California, saying that uh, 
He violated the Constitution. He can't be elected. And, um, you know, it's interesting who gets to make that decision in California. I don't think that the governor has a say in it, but certainly with his party who's controlling the election process, they do. And this is a dirty little Republican trick, this leaving people off the ballot. Who have you heard talking about that? Do you remember me talking about it at all? Saying to you, and it's going to tie into something very, very important, okay? This is the big news that I have on this. And this is freaky stuff to me. Trump, I've said that they are not going to allow to be elected, right? They're going to do whatever it takes. I think they'd hoped that he'd be out of the way this far, all right? I told you about the leaving people off the ballots. I volunteered to, to work on a campaign to get the experience because I was thinking about running. I'm glad I got the experience because it made me decide not to run in part. Uh, it's fascinating little world there, really. So you have Gavin Newsom who wants to leave off Trump in California. I've told you locally where I've been in the room where a local election official was leaving uh, a friend of mine who was running for uh, House of Representatives, um, and they left him off the primary ballot. Now, how damaging is that, really? People coming in to vote, they don't know to write it in. Some, but not many. Now Gavin Newsom, you know, we're going to leave him off the ballot in California. I'll bet you there's a good chance that they'll get it done. And if they get other states to follow suit, I think it could happen. But that's not the big news that I wanted to share with you about the election. Who cares at this point? I don't even really know what to tell you. I can't give you an idea of what Trump's uh, you know, possibilities are. I'm still at zero. I, don't, I think that they will do whatever they have to do. They're going to do whatever it takes. They said this. I would, they'll leave him off the ballot. Uh, Alex Jones says they'll kill him if they need to. Killing is it's messy. I wouldn't put anything past them at this point. Nothing. The fear, rage, anger, hostility, and what's at stake, which I want to get to, uh, is absolutely huge. But here's the, the big news in this. This is from the American Thinker, small conservative blog. They say, listen to this a second. For years, President Trump has said, they are after you. I'm just in the way. Uh, Representative Crockett from Texas recently confirmed that by saying the quiet part out loud. On an MSNBC segment, Crockett said that Republicans defending Trump are really getting dangerously close, in my opinion, to criminal culpability in and of themselves as well. What does this mean in practical terms? Well, it means that uh, anybody politi- in political office who's being friendly to Trump and supportive of his cause, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, that you have these other representatives who are saying they want to bring them up on charges. <sighs> who cares? You shouldn't care because you're not Marjorie Taylor Greene, but you might care. Let me share with you this little detail. Did you hear recently that Twitter was fined $350,000 because they delayed in sending over a broad sweeping response to a, um, a, uh, a search warrant for Trump's 
Twitter files, unsent messages, drafts, what he searched for while he was on Twitter. Wow. Crazy. But there was this one other little detail. One other little detail that made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Anybody who liked or commented on any of his posts. Now you say, wait a minute. I didn't do anything wrong. I just liked his post. Didn't do anything wrong, you say. Let me tell you another little story. It's about 50, 60 years ago. Maybe not when it began, about 80 years ago. Went on for 20, 30 years up in very uh, cold areas of Russia. Started during Stalin. It's exactly this type of scenario. Finished fighting the war. World War II was over. And politically, things were brought upheaval. Um, I think I have my wars. I think it was after World War One, but it doesn't really. It's not really material to the story. Come home, all these uh, war fighters and whatnot from the Russian army, and there's this political upheaval, and then there becomes this um, what do you call it? Uh, just real cons- fear over uh, anybody who's against Stalin. And uh, I mean, it reached these incredible levels to the point that they had these special police go around to these different places around the country. And listen carefully to this. It didn't take a lot of police, and they didn't even have to be that heavy-handed. It was actually pretty easy what they did. And listen to how they did it. So they spent the, sent these special police units out, and the, the tactic that they would prefer, they would identify somebody who they felt was, say, a Trump supporter or anti-Stalin in this case. Maybe they wrote a letter home or something like that, and they had ways of tracking it, just like these Twitter posts. I was amazed. So they'd go find, you know, Joey anti-Stalin, find out where he lives. And what they would do is they would wait till late in the middle of the night, and they would go raid the house. They'd go wake him up. We've already seen this happening. And then they would drag him out in front of the family and Johnny just disappear for a little while. Oh, he did something wrong. Obviously, right? I oh, he, he messed with the police. He messed with the police. What did he do? In one story that I read in Gulag Archipelago, the crime was making a like a half of a joke about Stalin in a letter home. This is from a uh, a captain in the Russian army. Ends up in the Gulag. So they go around and these people, I didn't finish the whole thing. So they would go in the middle of the night, they'd take them. They wouldn't question them immediately. They might come in and say, okay, Joey, um, do you have a problem? Do you, are you have, uh, we're concerned that maybe you have uh, you know, violent tendencies towards our government, that you might be a threat to our democracy. What do you mean? I just fought a war for this country. So you're denying that you have uh, plans to you know, upend our government? Yeah, I'm denying it. Okay, very well. Then they would keep you awake. No torture. Just keep you awake. This is the uh, Marine Corps' way of breaking the young stallions when they show up for boot camp. Keep you awake for about 48 hours, and even the biggest guys will start to do everything that they're told, just like little robots. Keep them tired, just like dogs. The best way to train a dog is keep it tired. So they would go around, and they would round up these guys, 
And guess what happened in 100% of the cases? They would, uh, they would sign their own uh, guilty plea, saying that they did something that they didn't even do, thinking it was going to end this nightmare. Well, then they would get hauled off to the gulag. Some of them would spend 10, 15 years, and many died. These small police forces, I don't know how big, but it wasn't huge, across Russia, huge country, just one by one by one, using these tactics, and tens of millions of people died in these gulags at the hands of Stalin for things like liking a tweet. If you don't think that this is serious business going on right now, I'm going to tell you that it is. Do I think we're in the era of Stalin? watch what's going on with the January 6th situation. I watch what's going on with Trump, and I come back to the statement where it's been said all along, it's not me that they're after, it's you. Anybody who gets in their way, they're gonna, they want to take everything that they want to take. Where is it all headed? Where is it all headed? This election, quite, quite possibly, could be the most important election in this country to date. I don't want to get into it right now because it's not my rallying cry. But I think that at this point, you're either for us or against us. you got to get on board with Trump. I'm not telling you how to think. I don't do that. I'll tell you why another day. There's no other option at this point. Good for him. I pity him, really. He could be uh, relaxing. Let's talk about this climate nonsense a little bit, one of the things making people crazy. I saw this uh, Vermont senator talking on C-SPAN. And he's one of several, if not many, who are pushing President Biden to declare a state of emergency over climate. So, this becomes another piece in the puzzle. What started the Stalinist era, the Bolshevik Revolution, and the gulags that I explained to you? It all began with an emergency order that went on for 20 years or something like that. I told you to be careful of this. That they're going to create a, a national emergency declaration to do away with the Constitution and to take broad sweeping powers. What do you think they're going to do with that? No, 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 Chris, you got it all wrong. This is just so that they can fund provide funding. See, the $700... Because of the Republicans was a cap in the laws, the most Biden could give them. But if we had a disaster declaration, we could give them more money to help them. Uh-huh. I'll bet. Why not just vote on the House floor and get it done that way? Why do we got to declare an emergency? There was things that were written into law that expanded the emergency powers even. And then you hear this talk of COVID. Are you vaccinated? I see here that you like Trump's tweets. How hard, how difficult to create a database like that? Something that once upon a time would have taken a while. And maybe I wouldn't even be too draconian. I don't see uh, gulags being built, okay? I don't think it's going to gonna work. I'm going to control people differently. It's going to be a, a social credit score. I believe it may already be upon us in ways that you don't even know. I really do. I'm beginning to wonder about uh, social media, even Twitter, this discussion about throttling posts and their 
new revelation from this new CEO that, yes, the uh, right to free speech, not right to reach. In other words, that they can shadow ban you, and that's okay. You can talk all you want, but we're not going to let anybody listen to you. I'm going to put it in front of everybody. Meanwhile, all of the government-sponsored propaganda is fed out, fed out, fed out. Pretty crazy when you think about it. Crazy all around. How dystopian has it gotten that you can't speak up about things and they're starting to make these lists? It should be concerning. Back to the climate. I guess if it matters, where are we at with this? Uh, I want to mention this. Um, There's this huge underground massive ocean discovered between Earth's crust uh, and the mantle, I guess, uh, containing tons of water. Um, There's a lot of underground water. I don't know if I would, um, what are they saying here? Massive ocean. I don't think that's accurate. More like a sponge, if you will. But there's all these voids and so forth. There's a ton of water underneath there. They don't know how much water is underneath there. And here's an idea for you. What happens when water gets warmer? What does it do? Expands, right? Eventually becomes steam. But what if the, the Earth's core is naturally heating up, creating underground heat, which is releasing water, which could be changing ocean levels. I don't really believe that because we haven't really, I haven't seen one measurable indication of change in uh, ocean uh, levels. And it's another thing that you can't possibly measure properly. You got low tide, high tide, and it's always something in between. Well, you could measure it. I'm sure there's a science to it and a way to do it that's accepted, but it's not just a matter of going out there with a stick and measuring it. And neither does this water. There's so much that we don't understand about the planet and the climate for these claims to even be made. Um, Company making electric buses is folding. That's not working at all. Could electric cars cause power blackouts in the United States? The ocean absorbs 90% of the heat from the climate change. This is the big myth that they're putting out there. Do you understand because you're like, well, it doesn't feel that much out of me. No, because the ocean is absorbing it. It can only take so much. The water is so hot in Florida. It's like a hot tub down there. It's hotter. This guy, he's up there. He's like, it's 10 degrees hotter than the recommended hot tub for pregnant women. <laughs> this fear monger. I'm like, get outside. I would love to be sitting in warm water off of Florida. I'm like, this guy's describing sounds incredible to me. You don't want to be outside in the sunlight, do you? How Satanist are these people? An underwater volcano had an unusual effect on the Earth's ozone layer. This and methane gas, none of this taken in. It's all humans. It's all carbon. Uh, Climate mitigation alone does not address extreme events. Just ask Vermont. This is hilarious, this story. So Vermont is like all ahead of things and they could just do in the best is best of best. I don't see any electric cars in this picture, but they claim to be, you know, their record on supporting climate action is blah, 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 blah. Uh, Meanwhile, they had this, uh, what came through? Uh, Flooding, I think. Yeah, flooding came through. Uh, Listen, the infrastructure needs to be upgraded from time to time. Bottom line, it's like anything else. Um criminal case against a Tesla driver. This is kind of crazy to me. I guess they weren't paying attention. We could be 16 years into a methane-fueled termination event significant to end an ice age. 
these, these more scare tactics. Wake up America. Our climate policies are a catastrophe in the making. That I agree with probably for different reasons. Nothing is being done to address current pollution levels, just not even being discussed. Uh, Hawaiian energy um, is blamed for the wildfires in Hawaii. Uh, I saw a video that seemed to you know, tie in with such, and you see these arc flashes, which you know, perhaps that's what made people think it was a directed energy weapon. Here's one for you, though. We've seen this before where the power, ah, the power lines, what, do you, what can we do? Nothing. You got to have power, right? I mean, you don't have to have carbon, but you got to power. Everybody knows that. I'm not going to suggest we do without electricity. It would be ridiculous. Gasoline, no problem, but electricity, no way. Um, but, you know, here's an idea for you. Uh, why don't we bury those in those high-risk areas? I mean, it's just a thought, you know, something like that. A place like Hawaii, um, you wouldn't even have to really bury them very deep at all, probably. I don't know. Heat dome to dominate central U.S., challenging numerous records. Everywhere I hear from people, they tell me the weather's great. California's getting rain, much-needed rain. <laughs> the fall temperature outlook, new season, could start with heat lingering in the second tier. I don't know. Up here, it's cooled off nicely ahead of schedule, actually. I'm being serious about that. Study sounds the alarm about the collapse of a crucial conveyor belt ocean current system. There is still large uncertainty. I've been listening to this very plausible scam for about 30 years. If the temperatures switch, it'll reverse the currents and we'll have ice in the equator and beaches and the poles. And they have no idea what they're talking about at all. I think the idea is to tee up. A climate emergency. I really do. They can leverage that in many different ways. And they have so many people going along and supporting this nonsense. If you see that happen, climate emergency. We must fight this war and we must win. Donald Trump, sit down and shut up. That's what's going to happen. Who knows? I don't predict the future. I would just say to you, watch out for it. Ukraine, what's going on? Uh, nothing good. The uh, you know this so-called spring offensive that's now in the late summer uh, hasn't really yielded anything at all. Actually, um, they're not winning. They've exhausted their ammo, our ammo, destroyed a lot of equipment. Ask yourself, you look. Have you seen one victorious story of how the American armor won a big fight? No, they would be parading it around big time, but they're not. Why not? Because there's no story to be had there. Haven't done it. Just wasted an enormous amount of money, ammo, and equipment destroyed over there. Why? I was right about one thing. I said the Ukrainian people would get screwed. At this point, you know, it's funny looking at it. Russia's plan to just slow grind has probably weakened the entire NATO at this point when you think about it. Something that you could say, well, it's weakened him too, perhaps. Hasn't weakened China or Iran, though. I don't know. Maybe to some degree, the things that they've provided, who knows. Russia launches its offense with all eyes on Ukraine's southern push. Russia unleashes a missile barrage. Um, meanwhile, North Korea is saying that nuclear war is inevitable. There's another little thing being teed up. So a couple uh, noteworthy things. Um 
Zelensky fired like the whole recruitment battalion or whatever because they were taking bribes. This is a huge problem. How's the rest of the world supposed to look at this? I've asked this. Uh, you know, here you go again. Examination of the news. What do you see when you see Ukrainian soldiers? All you ever see is like 40, 50-year-old guys. I'm like, where's the young guys? Why is all these old guys fighting this war? I'm going to tell you right now, war is not, a, not an old man's game. The difficult, uh, even for the most incredible in shape. The fact that Ukraine is having this corruption in their recruitment of all places, what does that tell you? They have nothing. Listen, you need to understand that things that don't have a proper foundation will never stand. When I see that Russia and this BRICS group, that they want to create a currency backed by gold, uh, and then I look at what the United States is doing, and it's nuts. Cuba just did a test. They're working to uh, full digital currency. That's another thing to look out for. Climate emergency used as a way to go cashless. You better look out. I don't know what I would see happening with that. You'd be forced to. People would not have a choice. Wouldn't have a choice. Lots going on. What's going on in the economy? Be very, very careful. That's what I would say. Uh, I think we're going to know over the next year whether we're going to see some kind of uh, large-scale collapse, which you know is not my my prognosis. I think it's going to be slow go, steady drain, 70-style deflation. But you don't know if we could reach a breaking point in the election. Might do it. God willing, I'll be back on Monday. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great weekend. 